To begin. Are you watching closely? To begin. Clytus, I'm bored. How to start? What plaything can you offer me today? Oh, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the first syllable, the show where I apparently am not writing this week much. Gotta interrupt already because this is not actually true. Between when I recorded this and when I'm editing this, I started writing, but I'll update you on that next week. It was ten pages of death, death, death that I got done yesterday. Boom. Back to me. I'm doing notes. I haven't had a chance to write anything on an actual project. Because life's been busy, my schedule is all over the place. Um, my two current classes, they didn't get the canvases connected, students connected to Canvas, that's our online system. So getting rough drafts from them and grading them is a more broken up project. I can't just grade them all in one day because they're not just turned in on Canvas. Uh, and it's been a mess. And then we went to Disneyland on Sunday, so that took all day. I mean, that was a good thing. It was fun. Meanwhile, the world is falling apart. The same day I'm at Disneyland, you know, the last thing I watch on Twitter that night before I go to bed is a soldier lighting himself on fire to protest what's going on in Gaza. And I'm supposed to be writing a script having fun with people getting murdered. Which is fine, but it's there's this tiny little disconnect that just makes it weird. Because I don't think it's wrong to keep doing fun things, like going to Disneyland, watching movies, writing when there are big, horrible things happening that are worth trying to put an effort into stopping. At the same time that I'm getting more and more cynical about our ability to stop these things from happening, like, do our government officials even care what we think when it makes them money? I doubt it. I mean, not really. They don't have to care what we think. Whew. Which, that sort of cynicism is going into parts of stories, like, what's going on in the city of Aedith is that it's becoming more conservative because... The new up-and-coming, his current title is High Father, he's going to be All Father. His name is Malachi Ravid, he is going to be the leader of the... This is something I haven't had to name as a noun so far. Everyone that believes in, that worships and follows Paro are Paroers. But I guess the religion is par- Paroism? Maybe? It hasn't come up in noun form yet. But he's going to be the leader of the Paroer church. And we meet him very briefly in... Four-finger discount. He will get mentioned in Choose Two Rabbits. He will be a major player in later stories, if I get to there. And he's already a character that I pulled out of a novel I wrote. Ooh, in 1996, right? It was December 96 to January 97. A novel called The Man with the Holes in His Hands, which I figured out a way to do a sort of rewrite of what that novel was as a reintroduction to his character to start his story, even though we've already met him. The order of events doesn't have to flow in the right order. Fuck that. Write the stories that you gotta write the stories. The, the fun thing with Basara is I can go back and rewrite what was originally called The Lady of Time, now might just be called A Stitch in Time, because I'm trying to make all the new titles come from, like, idioms or puns. It's kind of a, a weird standard. But it's fun, because otherwise you got to come up with memorable titles that might not work exactly, or might feel weird after the fact. The Lady of Time was specifically supposed to be a play on the Wizard of Oz, as far as the title, the blank of blank. 
It's also a common fantasy trope. And then the second story was specifically started with Lion because I wanted it to be a sort of reference to the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. But the title has nothing to do with that. And I love the title and I really want to keep this one. So I may change the standard because the second one was called Lion Horse Tree. And it is a, I love that book even more than The Empress of Time. I said The Lady of Time, didn't I? The Empress of Time. But titles change. In my notes files on my phone, I've got notes for Fish Out of Water, which is the follow-up to Four Finger Discount. Sober as a Judge, which is the follow-up to Fish Out of Water. I got title notes for things that old things that could change their titles. Like there was a story called The Escalor, which if you speak Spanish, is a blatant play on that phrase, Escalor. And is the name of these monsters because the in the kingdom, former kingdom of Gual, which is now technically part of Olgardia, they speak a language that is sort of a, oh, what do you call that? That's not a Creole, is it? Where two languages are mixed? Oh my god, I'm forgetting my linguistics terms. I wish I knew more about linguistics. It's like they, my special interest that I never had. I have it, but I don't have it. It's kind of a, a bastardization of Spanish mixed with Suasi, which is the old words of Guardia. And so there being blatant Spanish terms is fine, but Escalar is a bit on the nose. So I thought of changing what they're called. They might be called something that's even more on the nose, but more evocative and mysterious, calling them the burn. It also plays with the fact that Guardia has sometimes trouble with uh, the differences that we would in assume happen between plurals and singulars where the burn is a collection of these, well, that's not a spoiler, it's a story I wrote years ago, and I think that story might even, the Escalor might even be on my website, I don't remember. But it's about these dogs that emerge from the region around, trying to remember the name, the current name of the volcano in the mountains called the High. Originally it was called Malminaret, that was coming from... No, Mount Minaret's a tower. <laughs> I'm mixing up my old terms. I'm, actually, Mount Minaret may stick around. That's a tower in the city of... Um, what is that city called? That's not Crail. Crail's the town in the Escalor. Tavern is the walled city. Aedith is the big one. Wow, I have no memory of what that town is called. Anyway, Mount Minaret is basically the tallest building in Olgardia. There's a story called Eating Crow, which is about what's in that tower. Mal Minaret begins, obviously, with you know, Mal, bad, Minaret, tower. It's a bad tower. But working backward, because that's how a lot of the Sawasi words happen, as I work backward from English, look up etymology of word and figure out what kind of related thing a few steps back works. And so Mal still means bad, I believe but a different kind of bad. It's not evil. Um, min is spirit, right? And eret is, I forget, I think just ar is air, and eret is a cloud. So a spirit, bad spirit cloud is basically thunder cloud or storm cloud. And so the tower is called storm cloud because it reaches up into the clouds. It's not that tall, but, you know, like skyscrapers don't actually scrape the sky. It's just a word, but then... The Esclor story might change to Out of the Lion's Den, which is an idiom in Guardia that came up in Four Finger Discount, Out of the Lion's Den and Into the Fire. 
or Burn That Bridge When You Come To It could be the title. I haven't decided yet because I want to go back and rewrite that story to update some of it to the new world building. I also have notes this week that I've been working on. Mm, Let's see. Just since I'm recording this on Tuesday, the 27th of February, just since Saturday, no, just since Sunday, I have a note for Subwares the Judge. That was. I have some notes for Choose Two Rabbits. Uh, I had this story idea called Her Heart and Her Throat, which is a short story, absolutely structurally. It is a short horror story about a Duero girl who gets separated from her family, which actually is a similar premise to the middle of the Escalor, oddly enough. But I think this, and they might have a, they might actually, they might be companion stories in a way because they are stories that are horror stories. Um, the Escalor is half of it is a coming of age story, nice, wholesome, small town celebration. And then the twist in the middle, the Escalor coming horror and Journey ends up by herself and has to deal with these fire dogs and a dragon. It's a whole thing. Heart, heart in the throat, this Duero girl Domina is separated and then sees what she believes is the Night Clerk, which is essentially the Duero version of like the Boogeyman. The thing is, the Night Clerk might be a real person, and he's using this place called Affinity Field, which is an ongoing thing in lots of stories from Barsara. If you go into Affinity Field, you don't know when you're coming out. You might come out before you went in. You might come out years later. And so this night clerk might be a real person who goes into Fendi Field, comes out, kills people, goes back in, comes out, kills people. There's more to it because at one time, I forget the time frame, but it was before Four Finger Discount by quite a bit. There was an event called the Duero Fell, where essentially because Duero dwarfs are the best at magic, naturally. People start turning against the Duero, and there was an effort to remove them from Guardia, either by sending them away or killing them. And it was not a thing that has been a centerpiece of a story and may never be, because I think it works better as a part of a backstory as to why the Duero are potentially the most powerful race, but also the most isolated and one of the most rare around where a lot of the story takes place. But her heart and her throat, I was like, I don't know how this story works. It's a short story until suddenly I had an epiphany a couple days ago where I thought Lee, our narrator from Choose Two Rabbits, you know, our rabbit detective, could help this girl. And I'm like, then I know exactly how the story works. We start with him as a narrator of this, like, detective, and he's talking about going and getting to the office, and this girl is waiting, and then we go into her narrative, and it becomes a sort of horror story, and then we go back to his narrative, because I really wanted the Basara stories to play with narrative structures and genre a lot and be different things. Don't just be all fantasy all the time. It can do horror. It can do nice, wholesome, whatever. Like Eating Crow is about a guy who is poor and is trying to find a new way to make money. So he starts, this is frowned upon in their world. They don't recycle as such, but he starts finding old glass jars and cleaning them to reuse them and sell them as if they're new. And this ends up going very badly. And that's a very simple structure. A story that was called Master Caker but may change is about a guy who lives in a town where everyone makes a living basically fishing. And he doesn't want to. He wants to bake. So he goes on a trip to Faraway Castle and bakes a cake. I think it's a cake. It's been a while since I wrote the story. Bakes for the king. And the king loves it so much that he grants him land. And a city grows up around it. It's basically the origin story of this city called Kakers. And so it's a simple little, like, folk tale, fairy tale kind of thing about this guy who 
just wanted to do something different with his life. I don't know how I just got to that. Well, well <laughs> genre. Other notes recently, uh, I did have notes for Death, Death, Death Part 2, because I've been writing stuff down as I watch some slasher films involving psychics. I had a specific note for Death, 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 the first one, which I'm about to start writing. I know kind of how the first scene opens. I know how the what the opening lines of dialogue are. I know which car we're in at the beginning. And I came up with a potential thing about Susie and Marty and why she's got him with her, because it was... Their parents are out of town, so she had to take him on this weekend trip. And I'm like, where are the parents? Do I want to have to explain that? And I'm like, is it possible that Susie is just old enough? Maybe the parents died. And so that's why she's stuck with Marty. Because Marty's her little brother. And I'm like, if she's 18, I think Marty, I forget in my notes how old he is. He's like 10, 11, 12. Just getting to puberty. Just barely. That would be, if she's 18, she'd be old enough. Maybe she is officially a guardian and just became such. Or maybe they live with their grandparents and she's off for the weekend. He does not want to stay with the grandparents because he doesn't particularly like them or they don't like him or something. But then I'm like, do I need all of that? Parents are dead. Simple. The grandparents thing gets more convoluted because then you have to explain it in dialogue. And I'm not sure it matters. We just have to know that there's a, that for some reason she has her little brother with her. That he's there ends up being important later. The reason he's there isn't important. So that's where I am. I know I thought about starting the script yesterday because I had some specific ideas, but I, I may get to it in the next few days. Uh, I got class in the afternoon, a few other things going on this week, D&D this Saturday, which I haven't prepped for yet. Ooh. And, I, and the world is a mess. My Twitter feed has been a mix of people talking about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, people talking about the Spirit Awards and the Oscars, and people talking about genocide and gaza and aaron bush now lighting himself on fire and my brain is on all of these things at once and on so many different stories i could be writing and i just want to be writing them and if you're listening to the show you probably understand that because you're probably a writer you're a creative you understand that feeling of having lots of different ideas of what you could do next and you're not quite in one of them so it's weird and for me that's often the struggle part once i'm writing it's easy that's why I was able to write Four Finger Discount in, what, two months? Or under two months. And I have a feeling once I sit down to actually write Death, 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 it'll come out fast. Because I have a structure, I have an order of deaths, I have character breakdowns and what the characters are like. I have backstory. I know what's to happen after if it keeps going forward. So I know where to end it. Choose two rabbits, same thing. Once I sit down to actually write it, I know it can work. That's got a complicated plot, because it's sort of a film noir kind of thing. But all plots are complicated. Every time. Anyway, till next week. Cut. You're still here? The, uh, it's over. Stuff that dreams are made of. It's a passport. Go home. To another world. Go.